What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero-point foods you don't have to track. The new MyWW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited-time offer at WW.com. Hey guys, it's that time of the week again. Welcome to the Inside Line Formula One podcast. We are right in the middle of testing as we call it. And we are actually a day later than usual just because we didn't want to show up for testing before the Williams Formula One team did. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the Inside Line F1 podcast this week again. But uh, all jokes aside, I think it's time we applaud Williams' efforts to stick it in and survive in the bad world of Formula 1. I know, right? There have been just so many jokes, especially some really lame jokes about how Williams is the only team managed by a woman. I was so angry. There weren't funny jokes. Well, let me put this in perspective. Williams is a former world champion team, a multiple times world champion team. And I know that uh, history might not mean a lot to too many fans, but let's also remember, if Williams goes away or disappears from Formula 1, it would be unfortunate for the sport and for the team. Yeah, that's like losing, what, Chelsea or something from the world of football, you know? Especially at a time when no one is willing uh, to, you know, start a new team in Formula 1. It's not that people have lined up on the doors. Uh, you know, outside the door of Formula One offices saying, hey, can we have a new team? Uh, and, you know, losing Williams would mean uh, that we would be back or we would be down to a grid of only nine teams. And, uh, you know, let's not even get into the ramifications of that and how certain teams might then need to field three-car teams and all of that. And Kunal, can you just imagine the luck of George Russell and Robert Kubica? So we know that both these drivers are working really hard to make a mark for themselves in Formula 1. And for literally no fault of theirs, their careers are already starting on this very negative note. And Kunal also not to mention the fact that their car might be the slowest on the grid by a mile. And from what I know, there are no talks of Williams delays uh, you know, being due to lack of funding or cash flow issues or whatever. And Uh, You know, those are typical issues that midfield teams suffer from. But keep this in mind that they actually lost Martini as a title sponsor. Uh, They lost the stroll money. I mean, it just disappeared and went to Racing Point. So they must have had a hard winter. Yes, and I think Formula One money is paid to the teams from what, February till November? Anyway, for everyone's sake, here's really hoping that Team Williams really sorts themselves out financially and sporting-wise, actually. Yes, sporting-wise, even more so, we'd love to have a competitive Formula 1 grid. But uh, I think this was the first time in Williams' history as a Formula 1 team that they missed official testing. I mean, at least two and a half days of official testing. Ouch. Well, at least I know that 10th place is reserved for them in the Constructors' Championship. I said 
no jokes i like, am trying i am trying but i'm also being serious uh, because i think williams's worst case is 10th place finish i think no i know and kunal they still get their historical payments and if they score a point they get money from formula 1 too not a bad deal well not a bad deal and i hear that rocket uh, you know the brand that is sponsoring williams uh, uh, as a title sponsor they actually chose williams over two or three other formula 1 teams and uh, of, of course not the best start for their relationship either uh, you know but again uh, i would be i would be certain that other teams didn't offer the title sponsorship at the price williams could Okay so the other historic team that has been in trouble over the past several years McLaren uh Kunal a Ferrari spy was caught photographing a McLaren fairly publicly and very blatantly actually I think that must have been so flattering for McLaren <laughs> You know I wouldn't be surprised if McLaren have actually put that picture in the you know sponsorship presentation saying hey guys look that's how good a season we are already having <laughs> that uh, Ferrari are spying what we are up to but uh, there is talk that Fernando Alonso may just be at the second test next week and uh, i think this is where i'm going to ask you and everyone uh, to place a bet do you think Fernando Alonso may just even decide to test the McLaren 2019 car Okay I think he won't and I really think that this is all loose talk you know just to keep McLaren and Alonso in our uh, attention span Well so here's how I see it I think of course that he might just test uh, and I know for uh, I know McLaren won't just make that as a surprise because it can't be a surprise there will be a seat fit and all of that but uh, let me put it this way if he does decide to test the 2019 McLaren car it could mean that the 2019 car is much better than the race much better than the car he raced last season so that's like a proper giveaway and then this would confirm the curse of being fernando alonso which of course might just work in favor of mclaren <laughs> yeah you know i can bet that the most shared picture in mclaren's recent history is that of the ferrari engineer spying on them <laughs> <laughs> their highlight of the season yeah, already yeah i can bet on that <laughs> yeah But my final point about McLaren uh, Zach Brown's tweets you know actually were a little amusing he went on and on boasting about how McLaren were the first team out on track pretty much on all days of testing and i really wonder how this matters in any way whatsoever Yeah and you know since we're talking about the not so smart tweets during the testing week I have to talk of the tweet put out by Rich Energy Akunal I get their battle for the energy drinks market with Red Bull but Rich Energy just made such a big fool of themselves already already Yes uh, since we're talking of Rich I'm going to speak about Haas and uh, Roman Grosjean Grosjean has found new excuses for his spinning ways and This time he was blaming lower tire blanket temperatures in the first pre-season test. <laughs> yeah, but of course Kunal because uh, Grosjean has to find a new fall guy because Marcus Ericsson isn't racing in Formula <laughs> 1 this season. <laughs> Mr. Ericsson is busy trying to race in IndyCar. I'm excited to see how his season goes. But uh back to Roman Grosjean. He also said that Haas shouldn't be considered a small team. you're on and in the same breath he also said that the chance for a midfield team to score victory is minimal 
before the rule changes for 2021. Yeah, so basically Grosjean tried to cover up an excuse by giving another excuse. <laughs> Kunal, I am so confused. I don't understand what is he trying to say. Okay, let's forget about Roman Grosjean and I'm not going to spend too much of our prime time air time talking about Grosjean when we can actually talk about Red Bull Racing and uh, Max Verstappen. So Christian Horner said that Hamilton and Vettel fear Verstappen the most and I think I absolutely agree with this statement. Uh Verstappen's talent and you know his so-called pig-headed personality on track in the car and sometimes off it as well. Uh, you know they all make him this person that he is very likable but still not the most likable driver uh you know and uh, i really hope that we have a hamilton versus a vettel versus a verstappen battle this year and i hope we have it ever so often i hope so too and verstappen served his second day of community service and this was at the 2019 international stewards program and kunal also on verstappen by the way i noticed that in the uh, red bull racing snow karting video Gasly wasn't actually allowed to overtake Verstappen even in that promotional video. So I think you're right, you know, it's going to be Hamilton versus Verstappen versus Vettel, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, I mean, I can't I can't uh, imagine, but actually I can imagine you looking at the Red Bull Racing video just trying to figure which driver is what and was anyone allowed to overtake the other one. But uh, you know, uh, I'm also going to put it this way we we are talking and we are hinting of how Verstappen is going to be the number one driver in Red Bull Racing. Uh Mattia Binotto has gone on the record to say that uh, Sebastian Vettel will get preference over Charles Leclerc especially in the first half of the season or something like that. And uh, but uh, going back to Red Bull Racing since you know I want to finish that team driver subject topic all of that. Um I read that uh, Max Verstappen has 3 Aston Martin cars, basically 3 company cars. And it is actually weird to think that Red Bull and Aston Martin think that Verstappen could crash their road cars as well. <laughs> He has a backup and a backup for the backup. <laughs> By the way, Verstappen sounded super disappointed when he said that he couldn't take the risks that Lewis Hamilton does, you know, like skydiving and all those other sports. Kunal, so much for Red Bull Racing giving him wings and you know trying to portray itself as this carefree, free-spirited brand. Yes, in fact, I remember how after Robert Kubica's uh, fatal rallying accident, whenever it happened, you know teams and drivers were both very, very risk-averse, even during promotional events. And uh, I, I also remember this certain Force India driver that I was working with. refused to drive a go-kart in India citing Kubica's accident at you know as a reason and this was at a promotional event and no before you ask i am not going to name that driver <laughs> damn it <laughs> okay anyway final word on red bull racing so helmut marko has said that a verstappen vettel partnership would never be at least not for red bull racing and helmut marko also issued a quit threat for 2020 He said that in case the Honda engines do not power them to a world championship Red Bull could very well leave Formula 1 for the WEC or whatever it could be in fact he might just be able to eat his words if Red Bull go back or Red Bull go to you know race in Formula E but uh, I'm honestly not in favor of you know Red Bull acting as though they are entitled to winning a world championship although I know that all marco really wants is for the engine politics to end or maybe the engine politics to play in red bull racing's favor 
Yeah, so basically Williams could be in danger, Red Bull Racing wants to go and Toro Wolff said that Brexit could force Mercedes to quit Formula 1. Well, in which case, do you want to tell us what else Mr. Wolf said? Wow, I thought you would never ask. Okay, guys, so it's time for my favorite What Wolf Said This Week section. Woohoo! Yes. So, Wolf said that Ferrari were making a statement by openly backing Vettel for 2019. And Kunal, I personally think that this is the new Ferrari that we're seeing in 2019. You know, more open, more direct, more out there. Yes, I was pleasantly surprised uh, to see a social media video with, you know, Mattia Binotto starring in it. It's good to see. It's a refreshing change and I look forward to experiencing this change when we are in the paddock next. I do too, but Kunal, I'm sorry that all these discussions about Ferrari will have to wait because I am still on my What Wolf Said This Week section. Anyway, Wolves also said that the 2019 rule changes were designed to slow down Mercedes. Uh, Now, of course, there could be some element of truth in that because we've seen in the past how rule changes were put in place to stop one team from winning everything. Well, there could actually be truth in that because we have seen, you know, Ferrari and Red Bull go through this, you know, in the last uh, two dominant eras. But uh, since we're on Mercedes, Esteban Gutierrez, the Mexican driver, has joined Mercedes as a simulator development driver. And this means that Mercedes have Stoffel Van Doorn, Esteban Ocon and Gutierrez all on their simulator programs. Well, this also means that Gutierrez is the only driver we know who has worked with Ferrari and Mercedes on their World Championship campaigns. And of course, he's not been in the racing car cockpits, but he has been their simulator development driver. Can you imagine what a distinction? That is some distinction. Uh, Kunal, Ferrari have two or three simulator drivers too. And I think you'd spoken about this before, you know, about your discussion on why simulator driver roles are only going to get more important in Formula 1. Well, we, I know we said that we'll speak about it, but we definitely will, will speak about it in the next episode or two. But for now, all focus on Ferrari and their radical front wing which had you know which had every other team's eyes popping out in the first preseason test but uh, before we talk of the wing we have to talk also of their matte color which has apparently helped them save 1.7 kilograms of car weight and uh, that is also interesting i mean can you imagine 1.7 kilograms of car weight i could turn myself into matte color <laughs> when i need to want to do that but yeah but speaking of the front wing design i thought that alfa romeo had a similar front wing design to ferrari but okay fine i won't say it was copied i'll just keep my mouth shut <laughs> <laughs> not yet copied not yet but kunal i read this very funny comment on our facebook page from rahul tiwari one of our listeners, he said that Ferrari went mad after all these years because their new team principal is Mattia Binotto. <laughs> <laughs> well, our Facebook page is a lot of fun. It's not just us who posts funny and witty captions, but a lot of funny comments as well. So thank you, Rahul Tiwari. And uh, this is actually much better than all those jokes that I read about, you know, how Vettel spun, uh, you know, in the first half of the first day of testing and this was like, he was just continuing where he left 2018 off or something like that. 
Yeah, though how everything is, you know, expected to get better and faster with every passing season, Kunal, I expect Vettel will also get better with his spinning ways. <laughs> More innovative, at least. But for all of that, Vettel said that he will not quit Ferrari till he wins a world championship. So let's really see how far he goes and how quickly he can win a world championship. Yeah, but you know, Kunal, for all of Vettel's miseries last year, I think he seems like a very genuine person. Like, I was touched when I heard that Vettel actually sent handwritten Christmas cards and Daniel Ricciardo is on his mailing list. And now we all know what Ricciardo did to Vettel in Red Bull Racing in 2014. Yes, that is interesting. You know, I remember a lot of races last year when they were going through the defeat, uh, you know, in in their battle with Hamilton and Mercedes. Uh, Vettel just sounded so philosophical and you know then he had this beard growing and stuff like that and I just wanted to call him Saint Sebastian Vettel (laughs) back then maybe we'll see if Saint Sebastian Vettel makes a comeback in 2019 but by that I don't mean that he will also be being beaten by you know Mercedes and Hamilton but my final point about Ferrari is actually a comment from Donovan Johnson also on our Facebook page he said that last year Ferrari claimed that Vettel and Raikkonen were treated equally, but they still ruined a lot of Raikkonen's races. And uh, he fears actually for the worst for Charles Leclerc in 2019 because Ferrari have already claimed that Vettel would be the number one driver in the team. So let's see if your fears come true, Donovan. But thank you. Yeah, that's a really good point. But Kunal, maybe Leclerc just knows and has been told that his time at Ferrari will come, you know, eventually. Well, it could very well be the second half of 2019 for all we know. But uh, closing notes, I know time is always short. Mithila is always pinging at, you know, at the 15-16 minute mark. (laughs) But we have to talk of Daniel Ricciardo. He had a very scary DRS enabled or DRS disabled crash in testing and you know the first thing when I saw that damn wing open up and break it just reminded me of his jawline you know it just opens up and opens (laughs) up a little more just when you think it'll stop (laughs) yeah that was funny and I liked his helmet it had test sticker all over it of course we know what it could read once the races begin (laughs) (laughs) unless Renault is testing some high-tech mapping software to assess sponsor logo exposure. Although I highly doubt it is that. But it could very well be for Ricardo's personal sponsors and maybe they're just slow in signing up to the whole Ricardo-Renault partnership. You know, who knows? Multiple theories. Yeah, Renault said that the staff worked on holidays in 2019 and that they were very motivated by Ricardo's arrival. Kural, I'm not surprised. I would be motivated too. <laughs> How soon before Renault say that their their team members have experienced a burnout and then we could probably link these two stories up to believe that why they're all overworked. But Renault definitely need to up their social media content game. I saw the Ricardo's first day at Renault video and I realized that The team has a long way to go on and off track to make the most of Ricardo's talent and personality. Also, talking of personality, I am very happy to share that Kimi Raikkonen's biography is a bestseller and that Alonso has said that he will write a biography too. And Kunal, I cannot wait for that. 
बट द बेस्ट कॉमेंट एक्चुअली केम फ्रॉम जियो वि नाथसी He said that he was finally happy to be driving his own Formula One car, <laughs> and wait for it that he will follow Raikkonen's driving in 2019. Uh, although I don't think the word "follow" is necessarily the best word to explain his sentiments about Raikkonen's talent. <laughs> you know, especially when teams are so happy to force the rookie drivers to play second fiddle. Anyway, last few minutes to go. Formula One is exploring new television angles to make racing more interesting, especially when we see it. So, uh, Formula One, we know you guys are listening. Please do definitely try and use the drones. You know, especially the way Toro Rosso shot and uploaded uh, their video on social media. That's a brilliant video to use as a reference. and can you actually imagine drones could replace helicopters in the world of formula 1 broadcast so 30 40 years back when helicopters were introduced uh, you know for in regular use for formula 1 broadcast nobody would have imagined that they would become a you know a sort of mainstay in the world of broadcasting formula 1 races and suddenly there could be this chance when it could just be drones doing all of that and you know pilots sitting on the ground you know flying them or whatever Yeah that's very cool and uh, I am particularly interested in Formula 1's plans to have a season launch program. Uh this will be before Australia and I'm just waiting for more information guys. The information I am waiting for is whether Lewis Hamilton will attend such an event or not. Well 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 I don't think we'll ever know Kunal till it actually happens but Formula 1 teams could be eager to race in retro livery for you know one odd race of the season I hear. I wonder who comes up with such ideas Kunal but I love it. You love it? I yeah. I'm like sort of against it because I really wonder who comes up with such kind of ideas. <laughs> I would rather that teams run retro cars one weekend of the year because that just sounds like more fun and more interesting and all of that and you know case in point uh, the amount of intrigue and attention that was you know that Gilles Villeneuve's old ferrari generated at you know last year's canadian grand prix i mean it, it was put on the international feed uh, of formula 1 that's how much fun retro cars can be but anyway yeah uh, pirelli is looking for a suitable test car to test the 2021 tire compounds and the move to 18 inch tires well let's see how they sort this problem out frankly i don't see how they can sort this problem out so in 2021 when the pirelli tires still are not up to the mark we know what excuse they could use <laughs> and finally the moment that all formula 1 fans were waiting for the official indycar test at the circuit of the americas and this was held uh, on the same circuit layout as we use in formula 1 and by now we all know that the indycar cars were nearly 14 seconds slower than formula 1 cars basically they were slower than what formula 2 cars could have probably managed in terms of lap time and this is why ladies and gentlemen formula 1 is known as the pinnacle of motorsport yeah but kunal indycar just seems so much more unpredictable and competitive Oh come on is that <laughs> what you're going to say now I had to say something Well in the relentless chase for speed On that note ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in we will see you next week and uh, let's just count down to Australia I don't know how many days to go but I am pretty excited Adios
The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.